showtime. was a huge hit for Travis Tritt back in the early 90s. It was a special blend of Southern rock, country, and blues. And when you put it all together, it made you want to turn it up to 11. Well, our guest this week has his own special blend of Southern rock, country, and Delta blues. And folks, let me tell you, it's so good, you're going to want to turn it up to 12. Please welcome to the Rosie and Bill Show, an artist who's put some serious drive in his country, C.J. Solar. C.J., welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, y'all. Well, we're excited, C.J., and I'll tell you, Bill, Bill is right. You have such a cool fusion of genres. So how is it that you are able to weave in the Southern rock and the country and the blues in your songwriting process? Well, I guess I just uh, kind of grew up playing all of those things at the same time. And, you know, when you start writing, writing music, I feel like you kind of create all, you know, a, a combination of all the things that you, you know, are, were inspired by. And that's just um, when I was, when I first started playing music, Southern Rock, you know, Leonard Skinner, uh, Creams Clearwater Revival even, and some of those bands were my favorites. And then when I got into middle school, my parents took me on a trip to Nashville and we went to the Grand Ole Opry. And I saw the, 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 that night that we went, Dirk Bentley, Brad Paisley, and uh, and Blake Shelton all in the same night. And I remember thinking, man, that, that's what I want to do. So became a big country music fan. And obviously, um, you know, Louisiana, Mississippi, that kind of area has a lot of blues type stuff. And so I just kind of grew up playing all these different kinds of music uh, with a bunch of different people. And, and when I started writing my own songs, it's just it's just kind of how they come out. I don't know. I wonder if sometimes we maybe get a little too hung up on, on genres. Like you said, it just, it just kind of comes together and it is what it is, right? It just comes out. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I definitely think that people like trying to put things into boxes and uh, I don't know. I just, I, you know, I, I like to make what I like and I hope that other music fans like it. Obviously I'm making music that, that I enjoy making and that I think people are going to enjoy listening to. You know, I'm sure there's people who, who do the same thing with polka and it's not as large of a genre as country music, but they love making it and that's why they do it. So I love making it. That's why I do it. And, uh, you know, fortunately uh, with country music, there's a pretty, pretty awesome fan base out there. And, you know, just getting the songs out to the people is the hard part, but it's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, I absolutely love 
um, making the music that I make. And, you know, if it's, if it's considered country music, I, I, you know, I love being a part of that and um, have a blast doing it. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, CJ, and I brought up that Travis Tritt song uh, in, in the introduction because back then I was kind of making a transition to country. And when you live in Philadelphia, country isn't necessarily, at least back then, wasn't really big. And people had all these stereotypes. It's all twangy. It's boring. It's this and that. And I turn on Travis Tritt. I turn on uh, Chris Ledoux. And I'm like, whoa, this stuff kicks butt. This is like Southern rock, and, and which is stuff that I had loved before that. So, um, you know, that's why I personally enjoy it. It's uh, to me, music like yours, if it doesn't make you move or make you want to move or, or have, you know, make you smile, whatever it is, you might need to uh, have your pulse checked or something, because if that doesn't do it, I don't know what will. <laughs> yeah, Bill's one of your biggest fans. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, you know, I, I, I love, you know, obviously I think one of the best parts about music is invoking emotion and, and getting people to feel some way or another, you know, whether you're trying to make people party, you know, uh, think, you know, think about uh, someone in their life, if they're, if it's a love song or whatever you're trying to do, um, you know, you're trying to use, use language and, and, and melodies to, uh, to kind of bring people to, uh, some kind of place uh, that's not where they're at currently, you know, um, you know, for the most part. So it's like, it's, it's really cool to be able to do that. And, and it's, and it's, it, it means a lot to us when people reach out and are like, man, this, this one song of yours got me through this tough time. Or this one song was like my anthem when I was, you know, on a boat last summer or whatever it is. Um, it's really cool to kind of be the soundtrack to people's lives. And I think that's really, I mean, we want, you know, like, I, I know my parents, you know, when they're talking, they're like, oh, yeah, I remember going and seeing Bob Seger in, like, the 70s or whatever. And they're like, that was, like, the soundtrack to this summer where I, you know, met your mom or whatever. You know, and it's like, that's what, that's what we want to be in however many years. Obviously, we want people enjoying our music now, but, you know, we want to leave a lasting impression. We want people to listen to our music for a long time, and, and we want to be the soundtracks to people's lives. When you write, CJ... Do you find that um, you do say lyrics first or, or melody first? And what what kind of inspires the muse? What, what's the muse, in other words? Like, you know, do you write maybe when something kind of bad happens or, or you're just feeling good? Like, it's interesting what people's processes are. I'm curious for you. Yeah, so I mean, I, I have a, a, a long list of titles that I'm always adding to and pulling from. And I usually try to start with what's this song about? Usually try to have a title to go with it. Or at least, you know, if somebody's in the rooms going through a breakup, it's like, okay, well, we've been talking about that for the first hour of this co-write. Let's maybe try to pull something from that. Um, or, you know, whatever's on everyone's mind. Um, you know, so I usually try to start with a general idea and a title if possible. And then usually I start playing guitar and singing stuff and just, you know, seeing what comes together and trying to just make up lines and melodies and, and see what, what can all come from it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if I necessarily have a specific formula, but I feel like that's kind of my go-to is uh, find something to write about and then just start making stuff up. <laughs> well, there, there were a couple of songs uh, within those that, that you've been a part of CJ that I'm just going to highlight just for a second. And, 
One of them was Some Girls, which went to number one for Jameson Rogers, and, and of course Up Down, which was breakout song for Morgan Wallen. And you had a part in writing both of those songs. As a songwriter, what was that experience like when these songs go to the top of the charts? It was really a, a pretty crazy thing to be a part of. I mean, both of those guys, it was their first songs. Um, so you, you, it's not like having a Jason Aldean or Luke Bryan single where you, you, you know that, oh, this guy recorded my song. It's going to be on a big record. Oh, they released as a single. It's going to be a hit. Um, this was pretty unique because, uh, you know, as huge of a star as Morgan is now, it was uh, he had never had a number one before. So um, it was a pretty wild ride getting to watch his kind of shooting up and having Florida Georgia Line featured on there. Um, and they were obviously just super massive at the time. And um, it was cool kind of, you know, just getting, getting to be a small part of that ride. And, um, you know, everyone was, everyone was super cool and appreciative of the riders. Um, and, uh, you know, I was, we got to have a number one party and all that fun stuff. And it was, it was really cool. And, you know, it, I think it was even more special getting to kind of have that song be uh, sang by a, a new artist, and with Jameson as well, which we were, you know, me and the writers, uh, Michael Hardy and Jake Mitchell were, were buddies with Jameson too for, for years. So that was, um, that was really cool. Cause that was just a song we'd play around um, when we were playing passive guitar and hanging out um, at each other's houses or whatever, you know, and, and Jamo just really liked that song. And when he was cutting his record, he's like, man, did anybody ever do that song? We we're like, no, he's like, well, I want it. So um, you know, that was a, a little extra special um, for both of those songs. But um, yeah, I, I, it, it's definitely like, I mean, that's kind of all you ever hope for as a songwriter, at least, is to have songs that a lot of people know, you know, <laughs> you, you want them to get out there uh, one way or another. Uh, so, you know, it being all over the radio and if they go number one, that pretty much means they're getting played once an hour on every radio station across the country. So most people are getting sick of them at that point, but <laughs> it's it's really great for us because you just know you you can't get away from these songs. So like you you tell somebody, oh I wrote, or they're like, oh do you know any do we, what do we know anything you've written? And I go, oh well, up down or some girl. And they're like, oh my god, that song's everywhere, you know. And it's and it's cool. Um, so it's it's nice to to have some songs with that level of recognition and 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 popularity, and um, yeah, it's really cool. And then having people, find, you know, I feel like it makes them, I don't know, it validates me a little bit for people to go, oh, wow, he wrote these other songs I, I love. Let me go listen to his music. Let me see what he's all about. And um, I think people can hear a little bit of my influences in those songs and they can go to my music and, and hear kind of what I'm all about. So um, it, it's a really cool thing. Yeah, I was going to ask you, how, how has that impacted you as an artist? I mean, Nashville has some of the greatest songwriters in the world. How has it been to be in the room, say, you know, with other Nashville writers? You know, I've been really lucky um, since I signed my first publishing deal in 2014 to get to write with some of my hero songwriters, Jeffrey Steele, Bob DePiro, a lot of these guys. And, and, and they're just really great people, almost all of them. And, and, I, and I've loved getting to work with all of the people who have, who wrote songs that I grew, that when I was in getting into country music, they were writing the hit songs at that point. And um, it's, it's, it's really cool getting to work with some of the best writers in the world. And, and, I, and I'm very lucky to 
um, you know, get to hop in the room with these, these guys and girls and, 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 and write songs with them. And, and uh, cause you know, they're still, they're still trying to do the same thing I'm doing. They've just done it a lot longer and, and had a lot more success, but um, you know, they're, 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 they're still chasing that ride and wanting to find, an, you know, another song land with another, another artist and, and have it get heard. Cause I mean, that's kind of, that's what really fuels us. Obviously we would like to get paid as well, but, but, you know, getting songs <laughs> to the people is really, you know, why we got into this. You just hit on something really important. And I learned this a long time ago as well, um, that you idolize people and you, you see that they've had a lot of success. And so you think they must have some kind of secret. But the truth is, is that we're all the same. Like, yes, they, they have a gift, of course, but they're trying to do the same thing. They go through the same process as, as you go through. And, and I think that's kind of liberating because then you feel like, you know what? Yeah, if I keep working at this, I can do it. I mean, yeah, anybody can, can really do this on their own, especially on the writing side. Obviously, it takes a lot of practice and, and, and there's a talent that has to be there. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely inspiring to see that, you know, most of those people with a ton of success spent years and years and years grinding and, and putting in the work to get to that point where people go, oh, I love all their songs. It's like, well, one of my biggest idols ever, Jeffrey Steele, um, I love going to his shows and he'll talk about how, you know, a song he wrote like Gone by Montgomery Gentry or What Hurts the Most, uh, Rascal Flats, they'd be, oh, this song's too sad or oh, this song is too rocking. Country music doesn't rock that much or whatever, whatever excuses um, the business gave him at the time for why his songs weren't going to work. He just kept believing in himself, kept believing in his songs. And eventually they found a way. And, and I think he's one of the most influential country writers of the last 20 or so years uh, in Nashville and, um, you know, was really having a huge heyday when I got into country music and, um, you know, made it made a huge impression on a, on a lot of up and coming artists and writers such as myself. And, uh, you know, I, I got to play a benefit show with him uh, last week and I was like kind of pinching myself. It was, you know, it was Jeffrey Steele and friends and I'm somehow getting to go up there and play. I got to go play. I, I went and played up down up there with him, but, um, you know, Paul Overstreet, uh, some of these other legendary songwriters and artists and Daryl Worley were getting up there and singing songs. And I was like, I can't believe I'm hanging out with these guys and getting to share the stage with these people. And, um, you know, obviously nowhere near uh, as far along in the journey as, as they are. But, you know, people I put, I, I grew up idolizing, I, I love uh, that I'm just getting to rub shoulders and, and, and whether I'm playing a show or getting to write a song or do whatever with them um is 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 you know that's that's why i got into this it's really cool well cj you know you were talking about jeffrey Steele, and uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, we had the pleasure of having ira dean uh on with us and we were talking about songwriting and, and jeffrey came up and i was thinking as cool as it is to go to a concert and, and see a great show one thing that i would love to be able to do is go where like you and ira jeffrey Steele, anthony smith you know, just some of these all-time greats that I've, I've looked at and just watch you guys do what you do. I mean, that, that would just be such a cool thing to see how that all comes together. Man, it's really cool um, because, you know, part of when, you, when you're writing a song and, and you're starting from scratch, you really get to see how people's minds kind of work a little bit and you're getting, 
I, 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 there's no, like we were talking about secret sauce or formula, but you kind of get to see how they piece things together in their mind. And, and to me, it's one of the best ways to be able to learn how to write songs is to, is to, is to get to see that. Um, but, you know, I, I guess that would be an interesting thing. I feel like if people knew they were being watched <laughs> by not people who they're creating with, they would probably act different and be weird, but, uh, but it is really cool. Um, yeah, I guess it's not a spectator sport. <laughs> yeah, because as soon as people realize they're being watched, they're like, because it's so personal, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, it's, it'd be like if you had someone with a camera over your shoulder while you were writing in your diary, you'd be like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, I'm going to leave out this one part. <laughs> so I don't know, but, but it is really cool. And um, I know that they had Jeff and Bob and um, Craig Wiseman and one of their other buddies had a um a, a tv show called like the hitman of music row or something oh yeah yeah and i think that they tried a little bit i remember watching it you know this was you know this would have been like 10 to 15 years ago yeah um that that was on like cmt or whatever which was cool and i'm not sure how you know realistic i, I as thick it was but um, i'm sure they tried to show a little bit you know their writer rooms and kind of what the process looked like for the most part yeah well, there's one other aspect um, of your music I wanted to just touch on real quick because we've talked a lot about the writing, but there's something else, and that's your videos. Um, as much as we love your music, I, I watch videos like American Girls and Coming My Way and Just Another Day in the Country, and, and I'm wondering, are you having as much fun as it looks like you're having? Because it looks like you're having a heck of a lot of fun. I mean, you know, it's, it was those are so fun, but they're such whirlwinds because we're normally making them in one day. We're, we're supplying everything. Usually uh, got a buddy filming it. Who's obviously very talented, but you know um, they're coming with a camera and some lighting equipment. And I, we're just putting together a story or obviously with just another day, we're just kind of, we were just kind of partying in a field and, and playing a song and, and filming. Uh, coming my way was our first video where we weren't really performing it was all acting and and playing around so that was that was a challenge in trying to figure that all out but uh we actually shot that video at a little grocery store um in west virginia um that a friend knew of and they were actually about to close but they let us come shoot um from 9 p.m until like 7 a.m when they opened again <laughs> so we shot that one overnight all night long and we actually had to come back about a week later to West Virginia to uh, get a couple more scenes because we ran, we, we realized that we didn't have performance videos to just eat up the time. So we had, to, we had to go, we, we were short on footage. So we had to go back and <laughs> we had to go add a little bit to the story. 40 hours later at the door, I'm done with it. Putting in time feels more like doing it. Nothing to do. Off days coming my way. There's a 10 acre field on the back of the property. I'm sitting here pre gaming, waiting on the party. I can hear them glass packed Chevrolets coming my way. Coming my way like a Maker's Mark 750. Pass it to me, let it hit me. All hell is a bombshell. But yeah, man, th those are a lot of fun. I mean, they're really stressful, but just because, it, you know, we got to get so much done in one day and 
getting everything ready for them um, is a lot of work. Um, but I, but I love getting to see that finished product. And, 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 and I know that it, to me, music videos, I don't even want to do them if they're not adding another layer of enjoyability to the song, you know, if it's just, yeah, performance videos are okay. And they're kind of, and you know, you get to see what the artist looks like and you get to kind of see them, but I'm like, you can go to a show and kind of experience that. I liked having fun with them. You know, to me, it's all about having fun. And, and that, that's my favorite part of the music videos was, was having fun and, and hoping that when people watch that, they go, wow, these are some fun guys. I would like to go and hang out with them, see them play a show, um, get to know them. So that's kind of what I try to accomplish. Mission accomplished with that, for sure. And it's a whole nother level of creativity. Now, like you said, you want to add that little extra something to, to um, you know, I don't know, to make it even better, for more sure. fun. Let's talk about thing? your latest song. Okay. Yeah, all I can sure. think about lately. That's yeah, it. so all I can think about lately. Um, <laughs> You know, most of the songs that are on this album that I have coming out this summer, um, I, I wrote over Zoom in 2020, but this one, I did not. It's actually one of the old, it's, it's a couple, a handful of years old, but I've always loved it. And, you know, um, it kind of seemed to always get put on hold with a major artist right as I was about to record any of my last couple projects. So I would, my second and third EP, um, right as I was going to go in, it was always in the pile but a larger artist would kind of say that they might be doing it. Uh, so I was like, well, I guess I can't do this one because it's kind of, it, it's, you know, someone else, you know, I, I don't want to take this away from a, a major artist who's potentially wanting it. Um, so going in to cut this record and with 2020 and everything, you know, everything that was going on, this, the song had kind of, I guess, fallen through the cracks. So, and and I, it's kind of, I think that's fortunate for me because I can do it. I don't have to worry about um, you know, not giving it to a larger artist. So um, I'm really excited. It's been a song. I've actually played it out live for years and, I, and, and people have always liked it. It's kind of come and gone from my set list. Just been like, oh man, I'd love to break that. All I can think about lately song out. Um, so I'm really excited to actually finally release this song on this record. And um, yeah, I love playing it. I, 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 you know, I'll have people come up to the merch table in years past when I've played this at shows and tell me that they like the song. You know, it's it's got kind of some, uh, I don't I don't know whether to say uh, drug references, <laughs> but, <they're, laughs> but, but but pertaining to a, it's 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 a it's a love song. So, but it's just got a couple of those kind of you know little references, which kind of make it just a little little fun. Uh, but yeah, it's it's cool. It's a it's 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 a fun one to play live because it's a, it's a love song but you can kind of jam on it so it's it, it's cool it's like it's right down my alley well you mentioned that uh that's that's going to be coming out you've got now there's a, a full album coming out as well yeah so um the first song that i put out called the future's neon um is the title track to the whole record so i have a whole record nine songs that'll be coming out july-ish so yeah i'm very i'm really excited it's gonna be my first album I've had done EPs of five or six songs so I'm kind of excited to um it kind of changed the whole process thinking that I wanted to do more than an EP's worth of music because it kind of uh gave me more slots to be able to fill and songs that my, I might not have been able to do if I was only doing five obviously I got a couple more you know so some different vibes and I feel like I got to show a lot of my influences that I might not have gotten to put on before um and some of the other EPs so I don't know. I feel like it's a little more well-rounded, but um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for people to get to hear all these tunes. No, that, that's definitely exciting. Now, other than the album coming out in July, and by the way, if it comes out before July 8th, uh, this is to my co-host, you know, since my birthday is July 8th, that could be a nice birthday present for me. Just, just a little hint. Um, but that aside, <laughs> what else is on, uh, on, uh, on tap for you for the rest of the year? Any other exciting things going to be happening the rest of 2022? Man, you never know. We're going to be out uh, playing shows kind of all over the country, uh, wherever we can get. I got a lot of dates I need to be adding to my account on my website. That's the main place to find everything. But as they come in, I add them. Uh, so I'm, I'm run, I run my website. But, um, you know, I, I just got nominated for uh, the uh, Association of Independent Music Publishers Rising Writer Artist category, which was cool for, for Nashville. Uh, that's a cool thing. And I've always been with independent publishers, which is really great. Um, love getting to work with small teams and 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 all that kind of stuff with the songwriting. Um, so just writing a lot more, and, and and you know I'll probably be making a music video for all I can think about lately here in the next couple of weeks. So I'm really excited to. Uh, I've been tossing around a ton of ideas with uh, my friends and the band and everybody. So trying to figure that out, and yeah, just uh, just trying to keep growing. Well, it sounds, Josh CJ, like your future is not only bright, but neon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Yeah. I, you know, we wrote Futures Neon during 2020 because we were talking about how when the world started turning again, that there was going to be a lot of neon in, uh, in our futures as well as country music fans' uh, futures. And I'm, I'm very excited to uh, fill, uh, fill my nights with some neon bringing music to uh to the listeners and the fans. Yeah, I'm sure it's good to get back out there again. Well, we thank you so much for coming on the show. It was really fun getting to know you and we're gonna end the show with one of your songs. So CJ, thank you so much. And folks, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week, CJ Solo. Sitting on a pine levee, hair in a bun, iPhone playing time petty. American girls dancing on the bar, Las Vegas yelling, roll tide, whiskey in her hand, ain't bought one all night. American girls, they know how to look like a million bucks. Some all around cause we love to love American girls Go anywhere else and you know what you'll find A bunch of fine looking things but nothing quite alike mm, Like an American girl Love
feed you. What in the hell are y'all doing over here? We're trying to make a music video, dude. You want to be in it? No. <laughs> hell no.